wish we never grew up Me used to laugh with a dimple But time has been moving fast, yeah Life really ain't simple Man, I wish we never grew up Me used to laugh with a dimple But time has been moving fast, yeah Life really ain't simple on site is my number one. After I, I know close. it's not it's not a vacation well, place. Yes, and <laughs> it's just on site is the only place in the entire universe. universe. Combine the stars please, and please, the skies and please, everything. We should start a, a GoFundMe for Joe. Yes, I think I have to start. I need to be at on site. My soul, my mind, my everything. On site is. Should I create it for you? Please do. It's I in go. the US. It's a it's a healing center in the US. It's, a, it's in Nashville. I please do because I just want to be in on site. I just want to go to on site. I just want to go to on site. That's my dream place. I just want to be there. I just want to go through all their programs, their therapy programs. Their oh my I god! Go I just too. want to be in on site. Welcome to the Adult Anonymous podcast, where we bring you honest conversations and interviews from people living their everyday adult life through narratives research or simply storytelling either from a known or anonymous guest is all about learning unlearning and embracing the different narratives of life i'm your host joe inketia and this episode i have my guest afia ajiman she is a professional nurse and mental health advocate and she is a prolific writer she is passionate about creating awareness about mental health conditions and letting people know that they are not alone. She blogs at afiaajiman.com. She's a YouTuber and also she is a host herself for the podcast Love Issues. Today, we will be taking a look into some of the things that she shared on her first mental health hangout. Team, you deserve rainbow. Now, have a peek into what happened.
session by Afia, Ghanaian born Kenyan model. Thank you so much, Lord Jesus, for today, for this opportunity, for such a time like this. You are a faithful God and we love you. So I would want to read and then I'll explain what the sheets are about. I bring clouds over the earth and the rainbow appears in the clouds. I will remember the covenant between you and me. So, if God says you deserve rainbows, and if God talks to you that you deserve rainbows, and then in spite of how wicked your heart is, he gave you rainbows, who are you to deny yourself of rainbows? Rainbows here, I am using it to signify um, fresh beginnings, uh, new beginnings, fresh starts, covenants with ourselves, and all of that. So, this session will just be about reflecting. <clears throat> we are going to give ourselves rainbows. We deserve new beginnings. We deserve covenants with ourselves. We deserve to get a fresh start. So we are taking the um, we are taking it from 2020. A, a part that, that asks you how was your 2020. At the end of the day, we are we are trying to give ourselves fresh beginnings, fresh starts. But you have to be able to reflect to know where you are picking up from. What are you doing differently? So I am excited to have here Afia Jemai, who is a friend and um, more of a sister, joining me today in the comforts of my home. I almost said my studio. Well, it's your studio. It's still my studio. <laughs> and um, I just want her to say a little bit about herself, even though I have done a little bit introduction, but I just want her to also talk a little bit about herself and also her upcoming program which um will be in this much right the last yeah the last, last week in march yeah so i just want you to tell us about yourself and then something brief about your program hi everyone my name is afia juman i am a mental health advocate and a nurse by profession, a mental health advocate by passion, <laughs> because I've I've had <laughs> I've had life experiences, and in those moments I felt like oh I needed someone who would have been a voice uh, I could hear, so that essentially I would know that I am not alone. Since I didn't get that voice, I wanted to be that voice for people. So that is where the journey began for me. A mental health advocate. My program uh, is themed A Journey to Healing and the whole concept is for us in Africa to embrace healing that comes in a form of therapy, seeing the psychologist and all of that is 
and an area of healthcare that is usually stigmatized against and i wanted to create awareness of it uh, as a debut event for the healing journey we are doing we are tackling ptsd that is uh, your response to trauma after it has happened and looking at our Ghanaian society a lot of us are going through trauma that we don't even know that we have mm-hmm. like your mommy or daddy will beat you and they will tell you not to cry and in as much as it's normal in our society it comes with its own trauma because you grow up and you don't know how to express your emotions and that is traumatic enough but people don't realize that they need to heal from all those things so i just want us to start a conversation about healing about seeking therapy for things that isn't normal for um yeah i just want people to heal so that is how the event came about it's going to be on the 27th of march at adjuring gano and the rate is 50 cities it comes with a consultation with a psychologist it comes with food it comes with mental health screening it's a whole package on its own yeah so i would love everybody to be there okay so if somebody wants a ticket, how do they, how would, how should they um, get it? When you go to Eventbrite, you would see uh, us, but if that is too much, you can just send me a DM on Instagram. My name is Afiyajman. When you search for Afiyajman, you would see the link in my bio and then you can go there and register. Right, so this is a program that um, I myself am passionate about. Um, when I saw it, I quickly registered for it because I, I just wanted to be part of it. Um, I think we all need healing. And you need healing not because you're sick. Even in your sound moment, you can still find healing. So I really hope that you all, I mean, if you're listening, you just... Um, gets a little bit passion for this program and then attend just as she said it's important for us to embrace some of these things it's it's just important that um we find ourselves in some of these programs right so um when when was your program you deserve rainbows i think somewhere last yeah it was in january it was in january yes so that's why i have you here today to to do a podcast version of this program and the title was you deserve rainbows and i thought that the theme was very not just catchy but it was a powerful team it was um enlightening enough it was an invitation for people to even consider what they deserve for themselves you deserve rainbows and there were questionnaires around and i wanted you to come so that we sit and then we talk about this we have a very candid uh, conversation on that so let me just ask you why did you choose the theme you deserve rainbows because it was just the beginning of a of a new year why did you choose that okay first of all thank you very much for honoring my invitation to be mm-hmm. to be a speaker at the event i was it thrilled. was my pleasure <laughs> i was like oh god is that work oh, you I see when you told me i didn't i didn't want to come because i felt like no i don't know what i have 
to speak on this on this theme and um, on this theme. But I think now I've come to the point that you don't need to you don't need to come to the place of perfection in order to yeah. start something that you're passionate about. Like, I mean, I'm not a resource person. Um, I almost said nobody knows me, but I mean, it is me starting small because I love to do some of these things. So, yeah. Finally, I came and it that was is great. the exact mentality <laughs> I had when I thought about Love this it. program. So at the beginning, I've always wanted to have events where I'll bring people together. I always want people to know that they are not alone in their struggles, on their journey, all of that. And as you said, I've I've always thought, oh, I have to be perfect before I do something. Then this year, I was like, it's by hook or crook. <laughs> I am doing it whether I am perfect, whether I'm still in the process, whether I'm yet to begin, whether I'm yet to begin, no matter what, I am doing it. And and then someone in Genesis, they started talking about uh, Noah and the ark and the flood and how rainbows came about. Mm. And I was very fascinated about the concept of rainbows like I, I always knew that after the flood the rainbows came but when i read and i actually studied it was fascinating and i i got to know that it was the first covenant god made with his people and what was exciting about the covenant was he didn't ask anything of us in return he just said i am setting this rainbow that anytime i see it it will remind me of the covenant I have with you that never again will I destroy the earth. And I was like, wow, that God, in that moment, he is is God who knows the beginning from the end. So he knew that even after he destroyed and the generations to come, we will still be sinners, we will still be murderers, we will still be everything that he killed those people for. Yet he still chose that, uh, he, he still chose to, set a covenant with us he still chose to give us rainbows so we were deserving of it he taught us worthy enough to have it to have a second chance even though maybe in our minds we wouldn't have it so i was like wow then probably we we've been beating ourselves too much Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then it's, it's amazing because it was after the flood that he brought the rainbows after yeah. the storm 2020 has been hell <laughs> yeah. we dealt with a lot of storms yeah. so maybe maybe this is the time where we get a fresh start maybe this is the time where we get a new beginning so why yeah. not we deserve rainbows <laughs> it, it was honestly it was it was a, a moment of awakening for me personally when you told me that i should speak on the theme because i was also asking myself uh, we deserve rainbows and um i came with um like a second theme which was you deserve rainbows but you must give it to yourself because i feel like sometimes we already have the rainbows we already know the the things that we need to have after a storm but we don't give ourselves the permission to have them yeah. and um, i remember writing some things down why rainbows because rainbows are promises of hope after storms so um it's also a symbol of survival so anytime that you go through a storm in your life you need to pause and give yourself that gift of a rainbow that gift of uh, a hopeful survival that that gift of um a promise that 
such a thing will not happen in the same degree to kill you or to bring you to the lowest point even if it does you've been able to go through it so the next time it comes you have the ability to like exactly because even after god has said that um, he wasn't going to destroy the world in such a form like that it still rains heavily some days and it takes away properties it destroys things but you see the rainbow in the in the sky and then it reminds you of his promises and one of the things that i was also i was also um looking at the scientific makeup of um of rainbows i always say that science and god is just like the side of a coin science help us to really appreciate god more in my opinion and not the other way around yeah, scientists <laughs> <laughs> yeah and um i realized that rainbows are spectrums of colors like yeah. a spectrum of colors so i was like oh that that is great because if there are spectrums of different colors, then I could choose each um, symbol for something. So I, I, I wrote something that, okay, some part of my life has been chaotic and what spectrum was I deserving? And so when I take pain as um, the storm in my life, I take a spectrum of healing as the rainbow that I was giving to myself. If I take lies, I, I take a spectrum of truth-telling. If I take stagnant, I take growth. If I take endings, I take new beginnings. If I take brokenness, I take um, vulnerability. If I take naivety, I take knowledge. If I take stress, I take relief. So I was just doing this, like, kind of help me recognize the storms in my life because you can give yourself a rainbow if you don't recognize the storms yeah, in your life that and, is why that is that is very important and yeah. i think that was a very great thing to do i always say that you have to name it to know it exactly if you don't um so on the mental health advocacy or journey whatever issue you have the first thing that we will tell you is acknowledge it because if you don't acknowledge that something exists it doesn't exist in your mind and you can't exactly. deal with something that doesn't exist yeah, I so think, i like what you did i think a lot of us are free to name our, our, our pain or a lot of us are free to um admit that this is what we're going through because we feel ashamed or we feel guilty or we feel imperfect powerless to have them but i think the the first step to healing is to to understand that you are wounded because yes. if you don't know that you are wounded or you don't know that you have something to deal with you wouldn't even um that's powerful move on in so the first place you, you know you might have a wound that is not painful but it's still a wound you and see, it gets i think it, i it needs saw something recently <laughs> that says that not all wounds are visible i know you get it yes, that is why it is important that we me um we introduce psychology therapy into our system into yeah. our culture because therapists and psychologists have in-depth knowledge how to probe you to bring yeah. out they know how to ask the right questions they that's, know that's, how that's to the thing, the right double questions. you you yeah. see so that you can you can bring out what is inside you because i believe that so far as we are human beings everyone has a wound Everyone has a wound. We have emotional wounds. We have spiritual wounds. Yeah. We have mental wounds. And there's uh, one of my poems. There'll be I a said, degree to it. Exactly. Like everybody has a form 
of it. Exactly. Yeah. And one of poems, I one of my poems says, "Stop touching wounds before they heal." Because I realize that most of them. Did you all hear? Please stop touching them. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Let wounds heal before you touch them. So, because uh, most of the times we just we feel like we touching it. Is going to help it heal and understand because we don't know how to heal them so for us we just feel like okay the touching is just a metaphor for anything we do to make wounds worse yeah yes and because we we find ourselves i think nobody loves wounds we all want our wounds to heal i mean you have a friendship that the more you try to make it work the more it becomes worse and that is touching it and sometimes you just need understanding or you just need someone to direct you that this is a time that a friendship needs some air and it needs some break for you to go back and then you have to touch them but it depends on what you touch them with exactly so when you come to the uh when yes. you come to the world and you're addressing wounds you don't just introduce anything to the wound. When you said friendship, that's what made me say this. So friendships need to be healed. Maybe you have to have real conversations exactly. um, about what is wrong with you. But instead, maybe you try to give them gifts or call excessively. The person doesn't need your call exactly. at that moment. Exactly. That's not the kind of touch yeah, they need. need exactly. Maybe they need antiseptics in the form of real conversations for it Honesty to work. And, yes, yeah. All of that. So if you have to touch the wound, don't touch them. But if there's a situation where you have to touch them, you make have sure to get that the right yes, the right tools too. So that you don't mishandle it. Let's just go to I love the questions that you had. So um we'll just go through them and then we we both are going to um answer the questions in the most honest and um candid way this podcast is to help people have honest conversation candid conversation so we will do it you would be doing that so your first question was how was your 2020 what happened so um i said my 2020 was uh chaotic it was stressful but at the same time a year of some unexpected accomplishment a year of testing friendships a year of getting more um, time with my family and a year of understanding my own vulnerability and the courage to face it that was my 2020 if That's i'm supposed to <laughs> i know right i mean as a health worker you know when the covid was in the scene frontliners if you hear that someone was covered or someone was showing the signs it was it, it created this anxiety attacks in you because you go to work and you don't know and PPE wasn't a lot you don't know whether you came into contact with a COVID patient and you don't know how you're coming back to infect other people and you remember I was sick myself I went into isolation which was a horrible experience for me I even wrote about that in um, my on my Facebook wall so it was it was really um something that really challenged me and it was also the same time that i've always had a a fright for driving because of my experiences with accident i've had like um two accidents in my life one that has left a scar around my um, my eye so i've always had that fear of driving i always had that anxiety but i just told myself i was going to drive and i learned how to drive and I, and and the driving alone was 
my god it was so i was always afraid whenever i would um, i am behind their steering wheel and just after some few months into driving i had an accident again <laughs> I had an accident again. I remember one of God, my God friends. Saying, I know, right? Is you, you, are, you might as well just get it over and done. <laughs> it's true. And I have one of my friends saying that potential is like, Joe, it, you have to sit behind the, the, the wheel again. Like, you don't have to because now what you have feared has come upon you. So I if know. you don't do it, that's going to be the end of it. And every single day I was driving with anxiety, with carefulness. And now I'm so relaxed and... Like, it's just amazing. That was how 2020 was. It was just... That's why my team for this year is balanced. Because I feel last year was a, a year of um, balanced chaos, balanced um, accomplishment. And also, it was also a year that I had a very tough friendship with a friend. Like, the back and forth was so much. I think we were actually getting to know each other better because mm-hmm. um, most of our friendship has been on um, on phone because he, my friend was in Kumasi and I was in Accra. So we hadn't really been together. It's like okay. you get to see how we respond to um, talk and everything. I, re- I remember the first time my friend came to my end and then when he, he, he left, he, he told me that he he didn't feel comfortable and comes to my house even no matter how friendly you are i do that to my mom you have to keep your your shoes at a particular place or because it that that has been me or i'm always cleaning 24 7 if i'm home and the little debts and it doesn't have to be with the person but it, it was the person getting to know me all over again me getting to know the person all over again and perceptions that we have built around About each, other. each other was yeah. so hurting and was so hard to break to know all these years what the person think about you and um it was just yes it was just making our whole friendship um and um it it really was a test for me because i've had very um amazing friendship with people like you flow with people i think most of my circle has to do with people in my 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 uh, my space my passion Mm -hmm. and all those things and when you have the same passion with people it's much easier to flow with them but when there is one friend who is not into what you do because I realized I even told my friend I don't think you are supportive enough it's also a year that I got more with my family because now COVID you need to be checking your family <laughs> my dad was always calling but I wasn't calling but then because of the COVID we spoke more often and getting to know them like getting to call them see what's happening and they calling you back to see that you are fine doing video calls after work to just see their face and everything it was just a moment of bonding for me and my family and also uh, identifying my own vulnerability i've always been a vulnerable person it is something that i always want to see and also the courage to face it like i told you about the whole driving thing every day i was anxious i was always calling my friends to tell them that i'm i i, I think i'm going to do this like i had that fear and for me to be able to go through that and um, i always tell people that if you are able to if i have been able to drive then anybody can drive in this world (laughs) because my level of anxiety and how uh, scared i was was so high that i thought i would never come out of it so that has been my 2020. Yeah, I want to hear your story. How has 2020 been for you? Uh, 2020. 2020 started with me uh, 
stating my year, um, my word for the year. I love doing that, uh, getting a theme for myself that I would move with. Sometimes I'm very conscious in it. Sometimes I just let it slide. The concept I had for being was just to manifest into all that I am supposed to be. Right. Uh, to to evolve, to to be, to be present in the moment. Every uh, form of being, I just wanted to be. And then March came, lockdown happened, and I felt... I didn't make a mistake in my word of the year, but God had more of a different understanding Family, to yeah. the word than I did. So it was as literal as it, it, it would be. Just be um, anxiety, be present in all of it. So just like you, I also had friendships that were, yeah, that were tested I some of the friendships that I was holding on to, I had to come to the point where I find peace in letting them go because after all, see, the world just came to a standstill and yeah. we are we are surviving with or without people. So you yeah. might as well do it now. So it was it was more of a now thing for me. So I had to just let everything go and I found some form of courage to let that friendship go and work was i mean <laughs> being a night shift and in the morning they had they had placed a card in front of his door he was in isolation until further notice and i was mm-hmm. like no you tested the doctor test me too yeah. because the anxiety i got sick and I, it wasn't even covid but just my my temperature was just spiking yeah just because of anxiety and I was so scared but it was just yeah having to stay home the whole of so right after the lockdown March I finished with um my work with 37 and I had to find another hospital and as of now I can't remember the number of applications Mm -hmm. I wrote and I had several interviews to attend, but I I didn't get a job. And I remember I was so anxious about it and I was so hurt because I had my life planned out, finish with service, find it, um, work, have all the money I can have, chill with all the Mm. chillings. I mean, I didn't come to this life to suffer, so I needed to chill. And then all my friends were working and I I didn't even have anyway and i was i was so downcasted like what's happening am i not good enough what's happening then a friend said something to me he said that live in the moment that you have right now because a time is coming you would wish you you had it and you wouldn't get it so i stopped wishing that i was working and i made the the time work for me so i read i I did all the things that I could do. I started stuff that I always had passion for but never got to do. I started my YouTube channel. I did a whole lot of things. Yeah. I was blogging. I was doing things that excite me, things I'm passionate about. Wow. I was just going to random places just to have fun. I was living. And in as much as I was still hurting that I didn't have a job, 
I felt like I have to be present. And yeah. that is what I did for 2020. I was just present in the moment. I think it, it was it's, it's amazing. Um, I mean, during the COVID, I, I had chance to come to you and to, and I've also seen your your progress with um, most of the things, the creative um, things that you did last year with your blogging and YouTube and and um, random places, <laughs> eating, speaking <laughs> to strangers. Sometimes I wish I had that courage to do that. Maybe after work, I'll just pass by and just and just uh, get to sit with some stranger and talk. Who knows? He might be my future husband. Oh, <laughs> those things are so fun. And I'm so glad I had the chance to do them. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's refreshing to step outside the box and try new things that are healthy and yeah yeah, so um the next question is what hurt you the most for me it was letting go of a situation i truly wanted to hold on to with all my heart um i don't want to bore so much with the details but um for some from some years now i've um i think even in my third my first or my second podcast when I was talking about singleness I was talking about someone that I truly loved who has moved on a long time but I I felt like that kind of love was resurfacing in my life every year because it was more of a back and forth and the person would just show up like either a call or something and you it's like you you want the person or you kind of feel like oh maybe there's it's not like you know there's no hope but it it brings this unrealistic um, expectation something that you have to hold on and i remember telling myself that it's been long due it's been many years and i i needed to step down i mean i have letting go of the situation but i i realized i haven't letting go out of my heart and me telling myself that this was done was a very hurtful moment for me i remember when I had to make that my and my friends were there to support when I had to tell myself that they um I think Eddie and Nanisi were there and I even left the house and I, I was I just I think I was just ruined about the Nibau it was night and I was crying and I was praying because I was telling God God I don't know how to deal with this. Like it really hurt so much. It was hurting it it was really hurting. It was and that is one of the most hurtful situation that i had um last year and also having to deal with the fact that having to deal with goodbyes i i don't like goodbyes but you 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 can actually define your goodbyes goodbyes doesn't have to mean the end end. (laughs) it's true but you know most often it's sadly it's the end (laughs) but well so that was that was one of the most hurtful um things Something that really broke my heart. I have the to. letting go of a situation I truly wanted to hold on with all my heart, all my soul, all my being. I'm proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> so I I have two. Um, the first one was, uh, as I said earlier, I was job hunting, and this job, these people called me, and I went for the first interview. I thought I messed up, but they called me again. They were so impressed. They asked me to go to the their head office. Mm. I took Uber with passion, <laughs> and I went to their head office. They, they were also very impressed. They asked me how much I would want to take. I was like, mm. I had confidence, so I just said, they said, okay, you hear from us. And then I was like, eee, did I overprice? Eee. Then they called me again to come to 
the place I initially had the interview. So when I was going to cry, I went to buy stuff because mm-hmm. I was spending my salary in advance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then I got there and they were like, they are sorry. Um, they actually didn't need a nurse. They needed a midwife. So they'll call me when they are ready. Oops. And it didn't make sense. Um, that was the time that I was coming to terms with the fact that maybe I'm not supposed to work. Maybe I just have to be here and enjoy life. I didn't come to suffer. Mm-hmm. And then they called me and I, 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 I embraced the whole starting work again. I was yeah. in the, like, I had zoned out of working and I was back. And they were like, we are sorry, we can't take you. And it, I was so hurt. It was heartbreaking, very, very heartbreaking. It will, because, I mean, it will. It was very heartbreaking. And it took me a while for me to grieve about it and let it go. Yeah, and that's the thing. Sometimes somebody will say, yeah, why are you grieving about not getting a job? It hurts. And, yeah. when, and when something hurts, you allow yourself to grieve it. In, in order for it not to have power over you. Right now, I talk about it, but not from a place of hurt mm. because I've dealt with it. And then the second part, I think mm, all we single people, <laughs> yeah, definitely a guy. It was a love interest that I really wanted to hold on to. I, I loved the person so, 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 so much. Um, yeah, we've also been having back and forth for like, two years and then i was like probably i should i should just deal with this and just let it go and i i asked that we meet but he was reluctant that we meet so i just typed like i think the message would take two two days to read Mm -hmm. (laughs) i typed a long say to him i told him i had insecurities and that i needed to know his stance and blah 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 and he was like two insecure people can't be together and, and he as, was right yeah in as much as it had it was the truth yeah. and um that was that was the moment that i think i needed it because mm-hmm. i was holding on to him i still love him but right now i know um it's right yeah you can still love something and let it go yeah i i still love him and i think that the conversation was needed because now when i think of him i think whatever he did was for our interest he's saying to insecure people and it's true i wouldn't want somebody who i mean i'm, I'm enough for both of us <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me be unstable for both of us <laughs> yeah so i'm grateful i'm grateful that i was able to have that conversation with him although it hurts very much but we are here when we wish we never grew up me used to laugh with a dimple but time has been moving fast yeah life really ain't simple when we wish we never grew up me used to laugh with a dimple Time has been moving fast, yeah. Life really ain't simple. Yes, that brings me back to what is your most toxic trait, okay? So I, it's not like I feel, I know I exaggerate situations. I tend to be very dramatic sometimes. I am very unforgiving in a very subtle way. Um, yes, I exaggerate situations because maybe as a creative person, Sometimes you feel like pain a little bit. Yeah. 
Eddie will always say, do you want it solemn or you want it to a display? Bit display? A bit of display. Always. So, <laughs> I think um, I sat down to really say, oh, Josie, I think sometimes you address situations and you tend to be very dramatic too. And I am very unforgiven in a subtle way. And I realized this recently, you know, as in last when we were doing this thing, because sometimes I tell myself, oh, I've forgiven but deep within my heart, it comes back again. And that means I haven't really fully dealt with a forgiving process. And that is one of the things that um, I am I am really working on. I mean, I don't really exaggerate situations like I used to. I don't become too dramatic like mm-hmm. I used to. And um, I'm working on um, that forgiveness because I realized that because naturally... I find myself as a very nice person. I could be unforgiven and I wouldn't even accept it. Yeah. You get it. You, you can be very unforgiven to someone like and person, you feel like the person deserves, deserves it. it. Yes, you pain exactly like naturally and, and, a nice person. Exactly. And it happens with um, people that in your opinion are guilty. Yeah. Of a situation. Yeah. You get it. So you 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 kind of feel like Yes, they deserve it. They 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 deserve it. So you kind of punishing. Oh, let me tie down. So you kind of punishing. You kind of punishing them with um whatever it is that you're doing. So even sometimes when they talk to you, yes, of course you you want to set some boundaries, but you also are setting it in a way that you don't even give allowance. Mm-hmm. Even if the people have changed, and that was some of the toxic traits that I realized about myself. You, um, so I think I personally have come far, um, but it's, it's, it still stands as my number one toxic trait, and that would be um, communicating with people, communicate like communicating my emotions, my feelings, and all of that. Uh, Prior to me becoming aware of mental health um, and dealing with some of the things that I am dealing with now, you do something to me, uh, I would go to the bathroom and kill you in the bathroom. Like, I'll Mm -hmm. play the whole scenario, insult you when I have to, (laughs) and kill you. And so that's it. You are dead in my head. You are dead in my heart. I'll mm. see you and I hi, but you are dead, dead to me. <laughs> and then with time, I'll I'll just move away from you. So I'm learning to communicate. I'm learning to say, hey, what you did hurts me. I didn't like what you did. I I think you could have done this. I feel this is how what you did made me feel. It's very hard for me to communicate that, but I am learning to do that. So I think that is what hurts my relationship most, me not being able to communicate. Okay. Yeah. What is your most healthy or helpful trait? For me, I I know I'm a lover. If I love you, I love you 100%. I'm a lover too. I, I love you. <laughs> Um, there is in this um in this movie Eat Pray Love um Elizabeth Gilbert played by um uh, uh Julia Robert, she says that even it's a memoir she says that if I love you I'll love your dog I'll love yes that that is me if I love you I love you like I I just love you I love it all my heart like I have that spirit of um mending things 
Okay. Yes, I think when people have hurt me, I find a way to um, bring them back in. As in, I find a way to resolve the situation. That's the right word. I don't like things to die, even if I don't plan on having you Is as a friend, a, a friend again. I, I don't like doors that are left open so i always want i want always want the why things happen i always want us to trash out so that everyone okay, so understands get you it's not like you are mending the relationship to back to what it no. was but you don't you just don't leave it to yes be. i asked the questions why did we okay do this? so that as in when you guys meet it wouldn't be when you communicate, it wouldn't be from a place of hurt. It would exactly. be, oh, okay, we used to be friends. Yes, now a place we are of good, healing and acceptance. Okay, yes, exactly. and that's good. I'm always like, what can I do? Like, I'm always thinking about the big things that I can do. And then Joe comes to mind and I'm like, yo, Joe just offered her words. She was like, I'm proud of you. She was just generous with her words. You can do that too. Joe said, Oh, let me pass on this fifty cities to you. That's what I have. Let's share. That's that's being generous. You don't have to buy a car for somebody. So yeah, I'm learning that from you. Thank you for teaching me. Thank you so <laughs> much for affirming it. Like I said, and I lastly one of the healthy traits is I think I have a strong trait of motivating people. I I love it when people win because I always see that. I want to see a lot of people win. It's a collective win. And so I love to motivate people. I love to inspire people. So that those are my healthy traits. Yeah. Let me hear yours. I think, um, yeah, I'll steal your word. I'm a lover. I'm actually not yes, stealing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not, yeah, because it's, it's the way you go to my Instagram bio. I say I'm a friend and I'm a lover. And... <laughs> I think it's it has become an identity that I am accepting. Yeah. It was initially very hard for me to accept because people would always be people. And in my initial stages, I thought everybody had to re- reciprocate. But I'm learning to accept that it's not everybody that identifies as a lover. Exactly. And that you have to accept who you are. So that's who I am. And I love being all the lovey-dovey person I am. And also, sorry to cut in, the, the fact that you have some people that you're struggling to have a, a good or healthy or loving relationship with doesn't take away the fact that you're a lover. Yeah. You are good at relationships. That is it. It doesn't good. mean that you, you wouldn't have other bad relationships or other difficult situations. Yeah. You are good at it, and that is it. You're a lover. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think I am also able to be there for people, um, generous with myself. Uh, to some degree, it was bad, but I am try. I am learning to find the balance, and so now I can count it as a good trait. So when you come and tell me this is wrong with you, like I am, I am here. Let's deal with it. Um, I don't want to use the word. Um, approach your friendship in this style. You seem to be very serious with friends. You seem to group them. You seem to set boundaries. And I said yes because um, yesterday I was listening to something from OnSite and it has to do with friendship and the lady was talking about the three types of friends that you need. You need an oak friend, those people who are stable in your life. Like 
whatever situation they are there you need flowers people that you can get along for like six months even without getting like despise your life and the wheat the people that don't bring out the best from you you need to set boundaries they would always be around your life but you need yeah. to set boundaries so um if there is any issue i don't want to be afraid to speak my voice on it because that's the only way that i've come to know that i can learn and relearn and also my vulnerability and my presence i mean anywhere i go i want people to know who i am i mean yesterday when we're coming out it's not even about the name or the brand (laughs) it's about what i stand for like i tell people oh say i'm a poet i also have a podcast i also do this i also did like i just want people to to know that this is me when i walk to a place and for me it is a place of understanding that i matter is a place of understanding that i am part of making the universe or the the world a better place so these are the things that i am amplifying in my life shortly uh so i think i am amplifying my existence (laughs) okay uh so it's it's been it's been quite hard to accept many things about me accept that i am a creative one that is one thing that i've struggled with a lot i will write consistently for like two weeks or two months and i'll go like nah i don't match up to this person and i am getting comfortable in being that just being being the creative i am i am amplifying my voice as you said especially in the mental health space yeah initially it was like mm, who are you hmm. and no now i am a fear German, the mental health advocate go for it girl Anna. go for it girl <laughs> go for it yes i i am in your face about it your mental health matters in your homes to me. <laughs> in your offices we came in there yeah. we are coming there so that is me i'm, I'm just amplifying my my whole existence my being yeah okay what will you be better off without in this new year relationships for the purpose of keeping these people safe i don't want anybody to go looking for them i mentioned two names and um like you said i have come to understand that you can still love people whilst you let them go Um, so these names are people that i will always love in my heart and my soul i have a a a safe place in my heart for them they'll always be a part of my heart but I know that I'm better off without having them as um, great symbols in my life. Food, KFC and Coke, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately. I don't know why I love KSD. For whatever reason. Like, I mean, I don't love K- I love the chicken. Okay, yes, I mean, uh, the chicken. Me, I love their chicken. I love their um, I don't have any twister. I, I, love I their... guess I'm better off. I love just their chicken. Hey, it's so heartbreaking. Like, I wrote it boldly. KSD and Coke. I mean, since last year. But I think I've eaten more KFC. I don't even try. Please, KFC chicken is for me. (laughs) Um, Okay, let me just go to the ideologies. Um, One of the ideas that I held in one of my friendship was that my friend one of my friends would finally come to understand all the things that i've been telling him and we'll have a better friendship but i don't hold on to that ideology anymore because i realized that the more i hold on to that hope the more i have more expectations so i just um, 
I just cut it off. And a habit of I have a habit of not being able to say no. But I think this year I should applaud applaud myself. Yes, I Let's think. Let's do it. Ready? Go. <laughs> yes, this year I've been able to say no mm. when I actually is a genuine no. Yes, um, and I want that's one of the things that. So I'm better off without saying yes all the time when there's a no, a genuine no. I say a genuine no. Yeah, yeah. What comes with relationships? Uh, relationships. Oh, I guess you are not you are not mentioning names. <laughs> But yeah, um, the relationships that I need to let go, I've let go of them. Yeah, I have. It's been hard. I mean, they still, those things, they still come back. And I think, yeah, we, we've said it many times during this conversation, but you can, you can let people go. It doesn't mean you cut them off. <laughs> you know, yesterday we were talking about money. Yeah, please. Right, right now, John Kete wouldn't be free to you guys. Okay, ah, you are going to be paying for her poems and everything. You, you oh, should. No, no, no. <laughs> please shush her. Like you didn't hear that. Oh no! But in case you see an event yes. by John Ketia, please patronize with all your heart please and support all your support. The craft because that's the only way I can build my healing center. Yes, because we I need have an this... on-site in Ghana. Yes. <laughs> Okay, what covenant are you willing to make with yourself? You are sticking to it for a lifetime. Think carefully. What covenant are you willing to make with yourself? One of the covenants that I'm making with myself is to stay healthy, is to take my mental, my emotional, my spiritual life serious and have that wholeness. Other, the other phase is to be from be there for myself to choose vulnerability instead of hiding to choose truth telling and also to be very empathetic listen to the stories that people have before i um come into terms with whatever they are feeling so these are some of the covenants that i'm making with myself conclusions about people Yes, exactly. Before I draw conclusions about people, I'm also making a covenant to uh, live well, to learn my best, so that finally, when I get to be in a relationship, I will be a better lover to whoever that I'm loving. I will be a great partner. I will be a very vulnerable partner. I will be a very loving and fun partner to whoever I meet. <laughs> uh, for me, I think I am making a covenant to be me uh, in every situation that I find myself and be better. Be the authentic, genuine self that I can be and that comes with learning that comes with healing that comes with unlearning that comes with um be you wrap it up okay so this one that I'm scared of. what did you choose hey <laughs> dream vacation <laughs> and you are my dream man okay so my dream <laughs> vacation is I have never I have never wanted to be in any place than 
I have for on-site. Okay. On-site is my number one. After I, I know cliff. it's not it's not a vacation well, place. Yes, and <laughs> it's just on-site is the only place in the entire universe. universe. Combine the stars please, and please, the skies and please, everything. We should start. A, a go find me for Joe. Yes, I think I have to start. I need to be at on site. My soul, my mind, my everything. On site is it in, for you. Please do. It's in the US. Is a is a healing center in the US. It's in Nashville. I please do because I just want to be in on site. I just want to go to on site. I just want to go to on site. That's my dream place. I just want to be there. I just want to go through all their programs, their therapy programs. Their oh my I god! Go I just want to be in on site. Okay, what's your question? My dream man. Oh. I really try. <laughs> I really try to avoid this. You can even, draw him even <laughs> even for myself. But yeah, um, I have this thing I do. I I always write stuff to my dear future husband. Yeah. I am trying to get familiar with the concept of having a man. It's 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 not been something that has been like a reality, but I'm making it. So when I think of someone I would want to spend the rest when I think of my dear future husband, mm-hmm. dear mine, if you are listening, I wherever of, you are up here. <laughs> I think of somebody who respects me. That's beautiful. I think of someone who respects my journey because um I wouldn't want to tag myself as different, but I know I have a story. Yeah. And it would take a man who is willing to step up yeah. to be able to deal with me. And when I say deal with me, I'm not saying I'm a problem, but I have a past which, whether we like it or not, has shaped me into who I am right mm. now. And so you should be willing to help me unlearn. You should be willing to learn yourself. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, somebody who would respect my journey, somebody who... Um, would be vulnerable enough to let me love him as he is, the man he is, whether in his good or in his bad. He doesn't yeah. have to put up an ego front for me. And just somebody who would spoil you and love you and all I, that. I just wanted to get a song, but... Uh, <laughs> Will your legs don't walk like they used to a, before? A, mm-hmm. a. <laughs> and I can't see the yeah. yeah, that's about Stalina. it. Well... Loving you till we start. Is this your sister? Ah, uh, 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 <laughs> People fall in love in mysterious Sing it, girl. <laughs> Maybe just a touch of your hand. Baby, I. Okay, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, so dream baby. Yeah, and love God. Yeah. Love God, that is that is so important. But yeah. I mean, if you don't love God, you're not even coming close to me. So that's not even an option. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Um, this has been a very fun um podcast. Maybe because we we are recording in the morning. I think I should do most of my podcast when I wake up and I've not even brushed my teeth. And I, I think I come <laughs> to this. Did I fuse on you? Just a little bit. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, I, it's I, 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 I use the, I use the mouthwash. I did too. Okay. 
I don't know why you ate in your dreams anyway. But thank you so much, Afia, for coming. Like I said, this um, these questionnaires was really brilliant. Like it's 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 very awakening. It's very <laughs> Go inviting. Me. Go me. And please kindly show up at Afia's program. Yes, See, please, it is really important. Please come. You need to be there because we have to. Uh, instill that culture of seeking therapy and healthiness and wholeness in in our everyday lives and um, Afia once again I'm proud of you you are doing an amazing thing I can't be any prouder like I'm proud of you because you I mean these years of your life you've really done great things and keep blowing minds keep doing great things and i'm sure as far as god is with you he's leading you to a place that he himself will plant you yes mm. and i uh, wish you all the best with your dream man thank you that you find him at the right time at the right time and have a dream wedding have and dream children uh, have yes. dream vacation i know right <laughs> so yes this is um the podcast, Wait, the adult anonymous. To subscribe to my YouTube oh yes, 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 yes. I'm sorry, you should do that. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel, Afia German. And your podcast. I the... have a podcast. I'm a host for a podcast, Love Issues. All your podcast platforms, search for Love Issues. I'll come up. Then you subscribe. And your I blog. have a blog, afiajerman.com. I mean, I'm a host. Package. She's a whole package, <laughs> yes. And um, I also do blog at joeinketia.com. You can pass by and have a read to some of the things that I've written. Subscribe, and... subscribe, subscribe. <laughs> it is joeinketia anywhere, everywhere. And buy, and buy to the world. Match my the, word. The, the poetry thing. Yeah, so when you come to my website, you'll see some of the things, the souvenirs and all the things that we do sell. And um, please hold on. Like, um, you know, Stay tuned for some of the amazing things that we'll be doing. I have you to say, aren't ready. I was about to, to spill something, but I'll just keep it for myself you for the next podcast. Ready. There is something amazing coming up, and I know that you guys will love it. So just stay tuned. Please protect yourself. Don't forget that you deserve rainbows. And I want you to like give those rainbows to yourself. You deserve it, baby. You deserve it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is me signing off. <laughs> Enjoy the best of your day. I have been your host, Joey Ketia. Me used to laugh with a dimple. My time has been moving fast, yeah. Life really ain't simple.